0: This episode of the Warriors Huddle is brought to you by the Athletic Club Oakland, a sports bar we just love. If you listen to this podcast, you enjoy watching sports and you already know that watching games with other fans just makes the experience better. Look, obviously watching a Warriors game on your own is fine. I've done it for years, but watching the game in a place that lets me scream and cheer and just generally lose my shit with other dub fans is so much more fun. COVID stole that opportunity for a while, but the ACO has given it back. The Athletic Club Oakland has shut down their entire side street, created an enormous outdoor space called the Town Gardens, and filled that space with tables, more than 15 huge TVs, and their full complement of great food and drinks. It's big, it's comfortable, it's a great spot to watch Steph continue to reign threes during this incredible Warrior season, the NFL playoffs, or any other sport with fans while still staying safe. I love this bar. I love their food, I love their space, I love their TVs. I even love that it's family friendly. I can go there with friends and get way too passionate, or I can go with just my wife and kid and enjoy brunch while catching a game. The Athletic Club is now my go-to spot to watch all sports, especially the Warriors, and I hope you'll join us there. The Athletic Club Oakland, where sports fans can be sports fans again. We're gonna bring you all to our huddle. You are in You're Huddle with me, Bram with me per usual, my boy producer Marcus. What's up, Dad Nation? And our master of All Things Sound Maxime. How's it going? Gentlemen. I am fired up to announce, rejoining us after not too long of a break, the host of the Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game, the lead on NBC Sports Bay Area's television coverage of your Golden State Warriors, and a guy who gave us eight minutes of gold content and about 40 minutes of awkward dropped off a call silence last week, Mr. Monte Hill, what's going on, Monte? <laughs> I can't believe I still ran that podcast, man. I was in
1: a dead zone, dude. I could shake free of it and i remember just looking at the zoom call like oh i'm not i'm talking to myself no wonder these people that are walking down the street of gary are looking at me crazy like who is this guy talking to and apparently i was talking to myself so apologies for that
0: one um i mean i MC- where are we are We accepting the apology are we bitter are we understanding i mean the whole to be fair let the record reflect that bonte actually was in contact with us he texted me a bunch of times let me know what was up not his fault you know 100 not his fault i can say that but i'm also capable of being bitter and angry anyways dude like i'm a sick fuck so i'm going to turn it instead to you mt you experienced it with me where are we we're fine he's he's Right back in our days. Yeah, the
2: the follow up texts were genuine when he was like, my bad, I apologize. I'll I'll catch you the next time and, um, you know, make up for it. I thought that was a. A classy move. Somebody who would probably wear a dapper suit uh, on game day but would <laughs> okay. do that.
0: I hate. I now I feel like I hate you. In addition to Bonte, I felt like we had a pre-recorded. I like, guarantee that we weren't going to use the word dapper. Also, Bonte, I want the record to reflect because he's not on video now. Had a not so dapper outfit on when he joined us right now. Just kind of a, a plain white tee. So I don't know if my wife is listening. Actually, I know that she is not listening. But if she was, I'd like her to know that Bonte is not so dapper today.
1: Not dapper at all. I mean, sorry, wifey. I mean, I'm, I'm getting up for brand. I will, I will look dapper in about 35, 40 minutes. Uh, I could promise that, but unfortunately, we won't be on this podcast. <laughs> Your boy got the baby, like super baby. I'm actually might have to switch this off and <laughs> throw on a wife beater or something. Man, it's hot out here, but
0: the baby tea might be too much. Uh, that wife beater will be a lot larger than the shirt you're currently wearing. But we don't have to talk <laughs> about that. Gentlemen, we've got limited time today and some topics that I'm fired up for. So let's jump in, and I'm just gonna bang the whole glass half full. We're going right to our golden questions because they are uh, they're that gold. Bonte, well, you, you remember this segment here? It's basically our mailbag. We ask for the listeners to give us questions. Those questions are either warriors related or personal, per usual. I've had the chance to go through these, and I know that they are both. Here's our first quote, boys. What are your thoughts on LeBron's comments about Curry? So I really want to dig in on this one. And before we do, let's hear the comments themselves. Who else you want to play with?
3: Um, in today's game, shit. man, nah, there's some motherfuckers in today's game, but Steph Curry. Yeah, that's the one. Steph Curry's the one Steph. that I want to play with, for sure, in today's game. All-time, yeah. Um, it's crazy, man. I love Scottie Pippen, bro. Really? Yeah, Scotty was like the shit. Like, I mean, obviously MJ was crazy, cold. Kobe would have been another one. But like Scottie Pippen and Penny Hardaway was like my two. Cause I seen myself in them. Same how Asia just said what she just said. Like I saw myself in Pippen and Penny, tall guards, point forward, get everybody involved, defend in all type of positions. But like right now Steph. Why Steph? Man, I love everything about that guy. What? Lethal! Lethal, man. Leatham. He have, when he get out of his car, you better guard him right from the moment he pulls up to the arena. As soon as he get out of his car, you better oh, guard him. Oh, that- sorry, guard him? Yeah, yeah, you better get guard in him. In you might want to guard him when he get out of the, the bed. deck. Swear oh, to God. he's serious. He's serious. Please guard him as soon as yeah, he got of the car. Don't let him, don't let him touch that little carpet right That. man. i That. obviously motherfuckers, too. obviously
0: So... That was on LeBron's show, The Shop, on HBO. And I got a few questions for you, but here's my first. Bonte, let me throw it your way. LeBron is a very smart guy. Um, he's very calculated. There's not a lot of things that he puts into the public eye that don't have some meaning, some impact, some effect down the line. Why the hell is he saying this? Is this just a attaboy to curry and that's it? Or do you think there's something more going on here?
1: There is always a method to LeBron James' madness. Um, It's funny because Clutch Sports has disrespected Steph Curry a few times. We all remember Maverick, Carter, LeBron's manager talking about, oh, you know, Steph Curry's so bad defensively, I could score on him. And I was like, really? And then, of course, Draymond was there, and we was like, all right, Draymond, you're going to defend your guy. Um, They've taken subtle shots of Curry over the years. It is calculated, though, because LeBron James realizes that his championship window is basically shut unless he joins forces with a superstar, a megastar, whether that be Joel Embiid, whether that be Nikola Jokic, whether that's Stephen Curry, who's won three championships and has all three championships against LeBron James-led teams, the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron understands that with his ability to get to the rocket will having a wide open three-point shooter like Stephen Curry can extend his career. It can extend his career. So LeBron James is no dummy. He sees what's percolating up in the Bay Area with the go-to-state Warriors. It's a method to his madness. There may be more. Heck, Draymond Green is with Clutch Sports. Maybe there's a little recruiting pitch going on there with Draymond Green and LeBron. I'll say this right off the – I know you didn't ask me this, but I want LeBron to stay the hell away from the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. I want no parts of it. I don't give a damn how good he is. I don't want to deal with LeBron James and the circus, the Clutch Media Circus. Everything that comes with him, will LeBron James be cool with playing second fiddle with Stephen Curry? I have my doubts. So he's not just saying it just to say it. LeBron James is a narrative creator. He loves narratives. He loves content. He's all about this because he understands that starting on Monday, he is irrelevant to the NBA. He's out of the playoffs. He's not the playing. There's no reason to bring up LeBron James at all at all for the next two and a half months, even though he's a great player and people still do it. He understands that the narrative and his name is not going to be in the news for the next two and a half months. So why not send a shot before his season is officially over and talk about Steph Curry and playing with Steph Curry. And what do you know? He's got everybody talking about it.
0: I couldn't agree more, man. Um, So, I mean, even if this was an off-the-cuff, random-ass comment that he offered to a reporter when he was coming out of like a – restaurant or something, you know, no time to think about it. And then just fired something off. Even then I would think this was calculated, but that's not what the hell this was. This is the definition of scripted. This is his television show. He sure as shit knew which questions were coming. And he sure as shit knew how to answer it. Also, just as a random aside, hearing LeBron in a context where he's allowed to swear always entertains me. I am so used to seeing his media savvy and the polished version of LeBron that seeing him on that show always, I don't know, always fires me up. But I'll, I'll take it a step further. Another thing I think you're saying, Bonte, that I'll agree with it's not just a pitch, hey, Steph, let's you and I team up somewhere. It seems to be a pitch of I'm probably leaving L.A. Maybe I'll come to Golden State. Uh, MT, yeah. Marcus, you guys agree with that?
2: I don't think so. I mean, I, I think Steph's reaction to it um, kind of set that down. Like he's like, yeah, you know, in a fantasy world, uh, you know, it's fun to think about. But, um, you know, like in what world do – would the Warriors so Steph's not going to the Lakers I think that's not an option it's so the only way that it would happen is if uh, Braun comes to the Warriors and how do we fit him into our cap and then um, another part that's a package deal is LeBron is going to be doing one to two year deals at most until um, Bronny gets of age and can join the league and then you have to figure you have to if you're signing LeBron James to the Golden State Warriors it means you're gonna be signing Bronny too at some point or losing LeBron um, to whatever team Bronny gets drafted to. And at that point, what are we giving up
0: so I got the that Lakers for
2: to get there? Right. I got
0: a possible trade package. At this stage, I just wanna confirm, you know, there's LeBron fan has been seen on social media now. And what they oh don't God. like is this idea that that he might be leaving. They prefer the idea, oh no, LeBron's the best player on earth. He's recruiting. So Steph would be joining him. I just want to make sure we're all, we're all on the same fucking page. That's, that's impossible. Right. And there's not, even LeBron knows that there's, this is a, a pseudo open-ended pitch of maybe I'll join him in golden state. There's no come and join me. Yeah. Or let, let me ask it this way. Do any of you think that even LeBron thinks there's a possibility that Steph is leaving to go join him? No. Okay. The,
2: that shoots horrible in the, in crypto.com when it's, the Lakers colors too. For some reason, unless the Clippers, it's not as bad. But well, he's it. not going to go. If
0: the Lakers played see. in Steph's wow. backyard, he's not going there. It's not going to be the shooting that prevents him. It's that he's got a, you know, he's got a connection here. He's not going to the goddamn Lakers. Um, well, but but here I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it back towards you, Bonte, and then Maxime over to you. But let and I I heard your response and I agree with it. But let me quantify it a little bit. If the Warriors wanted to trade for LeBron, if they wanted to bring him in here's a trade package that I think could do it Wiggins Wiseman and a future first. You could probably make the first protected. So really we're talking Wiggins and Wiseman. Um, Bonte, I I already heard you. I heard all your concerns just to make sure that package, do you say no? I mean,
1: at the end of the day, it's LeBron James, right? That's Wiseman Wiggins and a future first. Like, how do you say no to that? It's LeBron James. You know what I'm saying?
0: So would you, you say, say yeah? Well, here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on your shoulders. I'm gonna make your argument. Then you give me an answer. All right? Because I think I say no. Here's why. So I understand what you're. You know, fuck, man. What? This is LeBron James. I know exactly where you're. He's one of the greatest players ever, maybe of all time. You know, I'm a Jordan guy, but you can make that argument. And what he's done this year, he's still a huge difference maker. So let me say outright: Does he solidify a championship window? Yep. Does he make them the immediate title favorites if LeBron came here? Yep. And does it fit into this idea that we're capitalizing on Steph's presence? Absolutely. But here's the other side. And I think you already said it, Bonte. He comes with a media circus. He would also slow down our current development. I don't know who Wiseman's going to be, but if we get rid of him, he's not going to be that person here. And if you put LeBron in front of Kaminga, even if Kaminga gets to learn from him, you know, behind the scenes, that's a shit ton of minutes that are off the table for a guy that we're grooming to be our main dude, right? So for me, even if they did that, even though I don't believe necessarily in Wiggins, and I think Wiseman, you know, could come up short, it's not a guaranteed yes, I think I still say no. But with all of that, where are you, Bonte? If 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 you know if Bob Myers called you up secretly or came into the studio and was like, yo, they just made us this offer, what advice would you give
1: him It's tough to say no again because the unknown is James Wiseman. You don't know where he's going to be at. And I, I'm a James Wiseman fan. I still think it was the right pick. Uh, I know a lot of people are now saying, LaMelo this and LaMelo that. Well, LaMelo's not LaMelo on the Florida State Warriors because Stephen Curry and Drayvon Green are still here and they have the ball in their hands. And then Where's Jordan Poole at in his development if you do bring in LaMelo Ball? Well, I like where Jordan Poole is at. And you could say you could probably win around Jordan Poole than you can building a team around LaMelo Ball. And LaMelo is special. But look what Jordan Poole has done over the last month and a half. He looks like a dynamic player and a future superstar who's alongside LaMelo Ball. So I would still select James Wiseman. With all that said, we haven't seen him play all season long in his sophomore year. He played 39 games as a rookie. He played three games as a college freshman. There's just a lot of unknown. I still think he could be very, very good. But there are a lot of question marks attached to his name. I agree that LeBron, look, got to get back on defense. He's lazy. He's going to do all. It's just going to be a nightmare. But how do you say no to that when you know what Andrew Wiggins has been since February 1st? And you got a guy like in LeBron James. Who's still giving it 37 and seven yep. at the age of what 37, 38 years old? So it's like if that if that deal, which the Lakers would be absolutely idiotic to take in the first place, it's a no-brainer. You say yes to that no matter what. LeBron James for Wiggins and Wiseman in a future first, and you still keep Kuminga, you still keep Moody, you still keep Jordan Poole, yep. you still have Steph Clay. Now, you may not be able to bring back Looney, but I'm sure there would be a veteran out there willing to sign the minimum to play on that roster and have a chance to steal a ring in the NBA. So how do you say no to that? As much as I don't want LeBron James out of the state Warriors, Bob Myers may get fired if that deal presented itself.
0: I mean, the way way you've put that, if Wiseman's nothing and really what we're trading is Wiggins for LeBron, it would be hard to say no. And let me steal another point from you, Bonte, because I think I saw this on social media from you. And I've been like pretending like it was my take, not publicly. This is the first time I've said it publicly, but like personally with like friends and shit, I've dropped it in and anybody who is frustrated with Wiseman, but happy with Kaminga. Remember that those two things are interrelated. If the Warriors take LaMelo ball, they're probably too good and don't end up with, uh, with the Kaminga take. Um, but
1: you know, now I'll say this though. The Kaminga pick was Minnesota's pick. It was number seven overall. But maybe things are different. We just don't know. It's it, you know, we just don't know. Moody is he here? Do they have that 14th pick? Um, I, I it's, just, it's just too many unknowns, too many moving parts there. So again, like I would have taken. With all that said, I would have taken James Wiseman. Yeah.
0: Maxime, would you make the trade? You've you, no. you heard all of us. Uh, no,
4: no, 100, percent no. Look, like, I, I mean, I, I get it. LeBron's 37, seven and seven. You know. We, we've we had debates on the show as to whether or not he's the greatest of all time. That's a fantastic pedigree. But I mean, quite frankly, it seems like LeBron James comes at this point with uh, a need for the roster to have an average age of like at least 35. Um, I don't see him as the type of dude that is interested at all in grooming young talent, right? He's trying to set up these small contracts. He's, you know, he's, Closer to the end of his career than he is to the beginning, quite obviously. So I don't see a scenario in which he's going to really mentor Kaminga. I get the sense that he burns young players out really quickly. Um, And his style of approaching the world of basketball is just so different from the strength and numbers concept that we've come to understand as headed by Steph Curry and Steve Kerr. I just, I don't see compatibility in the way LeBron James operates. I think it would be tremendously detrimental to our culture.
0: So round it out, MT. So if I'm listening right, I'm following the bouncing ball. Um, Bonte gets the call, has concerns, but says yes. You know, even before the, the offer is even all the way done, once he understands that offer, he's saying yes. Sounds like Maxime gets the call. He's hanging up before the fucking offer is done as well. He's saying no, he's out. I, they did have my attention. I'd be a sleepless night for me. I wouldn't say yes immediately. I'd ask for some extra time. I'd think it out. Probably say yes, but I don't know. There'd be a lot of conversations. For you, how would you finish this out? Would, would you say, yeah, no. What, what do you think?
2: You say yes. And you say it quickly um, before the Lakers change their mind. Are
0: you just agreeing with Monte? Is no, if Monte just, said no?
2: This, this is arguably.
0: Is that why you're wearing such player. a small white t-shirt as well? Did <laughs> that you change two minutes into this?
2: It, this is arguably, you know, the best player to ever pick up a basketball in some circles they feel that way. I think it's, Argue, you know, you can argue that he's on the Mount Rushmore of best basketball players ever. If he's not the number one, and in, in terms of him eating away at minutes in our culture, I think the culture part would be fine. But you know, it, it, he would adjust to that. I, I think it's it's easy to go in and and go into a free flowing system than it is a more regimented one. Um, but you know, the strength of numbers like him losing Wiggins, Wiseman in the first for lebron james is a no-brainer to bonte's point i think if bob myers does not do that he gets fired um and the impact on kaminga like there's enough minutes to go around for sure like you know kaminga can be the second off the bench after this year right now he's not but you know there's Otto porter's minutes you don't know if he's gonna go there's be minutes you know if he's not there There's minutes to be had that can get Kaminga off of the 18-19 that he's averaging right now and get him up to the Um, mid-20s. So I think you have to do it immediately. I don't think there's a question of it because it not only extends our championship window, but it also creates a a culture where um, I think LeBron James thrives. We have to remember that JaVale McGee, you know, focus group of one, but still was asked, do you have more fun playing with Steph Curry or LeBron James? And he said, LeBron James. Um, so there's something to the fact of being his teammate that I think from a culture standpoint would work itself out. And I, I'm not worried about that part.
0: You should have led with the Javelle McGee thing. I actually have always just followed whatever JaVale wants. I would say, what's JaVale's opinion? And so now that, there we go. I mean, end game. you're I'll, I'll put this bow on top. And then I got this next question that. I cannot tell you how excited I am for, it. but to put a bow on this one, when Kevin Durant talked about joining the Warriors, the front office had a conversation with the team because Durant is so goddamn good that you needed to make sure that the team was ready to make the sacrifices that required Durant to come on board. You know, is, is Steph willing to take a little bit of a backseat? Is Clay cool with getting less shots? Those kind of things here. If LeBron wants to join, I'd say it's a conversation that needs to be had with LeBron, not the team. If, if, if he could come out and say, look, I am willing to take a step back. I am willing not to make this a media circus. Clutch is not going to push this to the front of, of you know every first take episode. I don't want to be the GM. You know, I will let Bob Myers make decisions. If he's willing to take all those steps back, then it's the no-brainer you guys are talking about. If he's not, if LeBron James still views himself in the same category as Kevin Durant, you know, and, and expects other people to shift for him. It's not as much as a no brainer for me. I'm still a little bit worried about it, but with that in mind, Let's get to our personal question, boy. So mm. normally I keep this to the fifth one, right? I, I like to save it so we get a little bit of time to stretch our legs. But this one's a little different because Bonte has limited time today. And this question comes from Marcus of our show, and it's about Bonte. So let's uh, uh, get right to it. I've been uh, hella fired up for this for look, weeks. Look, I, first weeks. of all, you,
1: you, worried about, you warned me about this. I thought you guys had forgotten all about it. Hey, Honestly, me. Do you know me at all? <laughs> what are you talking about? Dude? I moved on. I thought you moved on. I do, I, I'm I still like angry about
0: things. Going. I don't like where this is going. I love it. I've got a, a a couple of like sticky notes on my mirror that says, don't forget about the marcus Monte interaction. But with no further ado, this whole runway leading up to it, Marcus, bring us, uh, bring us a scenario and give us the question. All right. So
2: I was lucky enough to go to... A Warriors game the other a a few weeks ago and um, got to go to the fancy lounge where all the um, you know the fancy the nice seats and um, all the old players get to go in before the game and during halftime so I'm in there with my boss which is how I got in there and we're in the meeting and we, we were talking with a few people and I'm standing up and Bonte walks in um is has to be right after that he recorded his segment, you know, because he's looking dapper. And he walks in and looks at me and does a little double take, squints the eyes, smiles, and then gives me the head nod. But it was the kind that I was like, he doesn't oh, I didn't know, know who I am. No, <laughs> I, like, I didn't know yeah, you. he didn't recognize me. He and didn't I know, said, you know what's up. And Vante kept walking. And I was like, if I wasn't with my boss, I would have went over and been like, Bonte it's me. But you know, it, it was that half second of like the squinty eyes. And I was like, Oh shit, he doesn't know who I am. Like Bonte, we recorded all these podcasts and you don't Mm -hmm. don't recognize me. So, so,
0: Don't answer it. My question is in that
2: situation, (laughs) what do you do? Like, do you, are you the type of person that did what Bonte did, which is just the like, Oh yeah, what's up, what's going on? And just gave you the head nod when you don't really recognize that person. Or do you immediately just go all in and just, you know, Play it out like, oh yeah, I completely recognize you, even though you have no idea who this person is.
0: Let's make these three questions. And Bonte, we're going to you last, buddy, because we've had weeks (laughs) and we want to hear you. All right. So here's the three questions What do you do if you're. if you're in Bonte's <laughs> scenario, what do you do, right? If you see somebody, you're not sure who they are. If you're in Marcus's scenario, what do you do? And then finally, do you think Bonte recognized Marcus during that moment, all right? I'll go first. If I'm in Bonte's scenario, what do I do? Exactly what Bonte did, exactly. Um, and I'm, you know, who knows if Bonte knew, but like, if, if especially if I see somebody and it's in a context I don't associate them with, you know, if I work with somebody and then I see them at a restaurant and I know their face, but like, I, what are they doing here? I would do exact, I'd go up, I wouldn't use their name. I'd use something like, hey man, something like that. Good to see you and off I go. If I am Marcus in that scenario, because I'm a piece of shit, I would throw his name out to underline, oh, I know who you are and you do not know who I am. So, you know, like, oh, what's up, man? I'd be like, Bonte, great to see you, you know, and then try to make him feel guilty. Finally, do I think that Bonte knew who you were? Fuck no. I say
4: 100% no. He did not. Uh, Maxime, why don't you go a second? I, I just find it incredible that we are couching this and this is a complete assumption that Bonte did not know. And just maybe it'll be a shocking absolutely, ending. Absolutely no chance to defend himself until we've all gone. This is just incredible <laughs> theater. Um, I I'm I'm basically in the same perspective if I'm in Bonte's shoes. Um, you know, I don't know what the head nod, I don't know if it was a head down or a head up. I think I would flick my head up. Head up. Yeah, um, i bet you it was yeah. head up for sure. Okay. Chin up. Okay.
0: Yeah. it was yeah. head
2: up. It was
4: head up. Okay, okay, cool. I'm I'm glad we clarified that. Thank you. Um I, If I'm if I'm in Marcus's situation, the thing is, is I've gotten a lot better at it because I've really practiced, but I used to be shit with names, with other people's names, right? So I'm mortified, even though I'm always right. I'm mortified that I would say the wrong name. Like my mom is French and, I, and I've always assumed that it's just because like she didn't grow up with American names. So she was constantly confused by who my friends were, like by name. She knew who they all were, right? But she would just constantly throw out the wrong name. And so that makes me really uncomfortable. So I'm not throwing out a name, even though I know exactly who Bonte is, because I see him on TV every other day it's like this is bonte hill right but i would still be like "Ooh, is it bonte like it might not be and i don't want to get into that situation so i would i would say nothing um also i don't know i i think bonte might might have actually known you know it's Ooh. just like, yeah because we're you know listen he's big league he's moving <laughs> around there's a lot happening right it's like you know you don't want to get into a situation maybe you had to get to record really quick or be paying attention there's a lot of stuff that's happening when you're at work and it could be kind of hard to go in and be like hey I need to do something else right now. Sure.
0: It could have been like, I really know you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I don't, we we have an existing relationship. I don't need to go make a big deal. You know, Hey, it's, it's you And then, and then off you go. Uh, MT, finish <laughs> it out. And then the drum roll concludes and we hear from Bonte. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh um, I do what Bonte did. If he didn't recognize me. And that's what I was assuming. Um, I give the head nod. And then I just kind of like, Oh, you know, like good to see you and try to play it off. Um,
0: Maybe like a point to, tw- overdo it oh you know like you can't go too far with the
2: point you know (laughs) the point kind of gives it away and then they might come up and then you have to remember who they are so you don't want to give it away um and in my scenario so uh to bonte's defense a little bit i was in the middle of a group chat of of people talking bonte what's happening
0: right now
2: so it might've, it might've been that situation too, where he would have come over, but I don't know. I, I, okay. uh, yeah. But who knows? Like in that situation for me, I didn't go up and just say what's up to Bonte and take the initiative myself because I couldn't like leave my boss. Otherwise I'd be asking Bonte if, if he's hiring. Um, and then, um, yeah, I still, I'm going good stick with,
1: I don't think he recognized me.
0: I'm so excited to hear what you have to say, buddy. Floor is yours, man. Anywhere you want to go. Oh. We'll follow
1: well, well, first of all, you do what I did, no doubt. You get a little squinty eye, you give the point, you get the deuces, <laughs> get the head nod, you act like it's all good. We do that anyways, brothers. I don't know which if you do that, Bram or MT, or, or Maxine. Of but like the brothers, we see each other, we may not know each other. We still go give each other that courtesy head nod like people up, man, I see you, it's all good in the hood. Now, number two, I had no idea who Marcus was. I don't even remember this situation, <laughs> all right? And I haven't seen Marcus. I don't think I've seen Marcus for three years. And last time I seen Marcus, he had this fro, right? He he didn't have that cut. So, you know, he just could have been another light-skinned dude. I had no idea who Marcus was. I don't even remember this situation. But I will say right now, I probably didn't know who Marcus was. If it was Marcus, I would have been like, wait, Marcus? I would have walked over, dapped him up, introduced myself. We would have chopped it up for a couple minutes. I would have went on about my day. There was no chance in hell that I knew who Marcus was. And now I feel like the biggest jerk in the world. Like yes. I'm big time. I'm like, yeah, yes, I do this little podcast. Yes. Work Mission accomplished. <sighs> you know, it's all good. Like, yeah, I I <laughs> I am embarrassed, man. How I do you like that, Marcus, man? Yeah. You know? yeah.
0: I love yeah, this You were
2: you were moving fast and you were <laughs> on the way grabbing something to eat. It looks like you were getting ready to go back to record something. And um, E-40 was back there and kind of in between us. So it made sense that you were like, oh yeah, you just set us up to 40 and then kept it moving when you saw
1: No, him. I didn't do that. No, I didn't <laughs> oh, do that. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, Incredible. God, lie,
0: oh, wow. So you that. only say hi <laughs> to famous people. That's, I mean, that's interesting. That's an
1: interesting personality. Mark in Cody Water. Mark in <laughs> exactly. Water. I feel like Jeremy, like Jeremy Stevens, Joey Porter. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Stevens, <laughs> Joey Porter in the Super Bowl with the Steelers and the Seahawks. No, I wouldn't do markets like that, man. Uh, I haven't seen markets all long. I was like, and the lights are a little dim. Give me some credit here. Lights are a little dim. dim
0: this is making me hit, so happy I
1: didn't, didn't I li-
0: That point, Bonte I like that you said I wouldn't do Marcus like that this isn't like a sitcom dude. this is a documentary that happened but so like 100% that's factually inaccurate you would do Marcus that way we know for sure you know that, that happens with <laughs> that me and Chris cold. Baldwin all the time Bonte Chris comes up and, and recognizes me and I'm just not sure who it is you know it. Uh, it is what it is I'll, I'll, I'll give you some behind the scenes right after that game we recorded but it, it wasn't with you and Marcus told us the story and it was just gonna be a throwaway and i've never been happier about anything i was like oh my god like we need to we need to get bonte on immediately." and i've been holding that in pocket for i don't know man weeks as you know because i texted you almost immediately afterwards
1: oh man i feel so awful
0: <laughs> oh, not at all dude funny i mean no.
1: that, it's
0: funny as heck though like i gave Mark for the
1: little point and kept it moving cold, <laughs> I mean, oh, man it's yeah. cold
2: it was, no, it was you, wrong. and you know what it was, too, is D. D right had, you walked in with D. right and um you guys were going to get food, like, at that little station, the long yeah. buffet station. Yeah.
1: A little sushi, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And D. D, D right
2: stopped, love and you peeled off, and then you saw me and gave me the, the head nod and point, and I was like, it, oh, man.
0: He right. Flipped you off. Right. Which I mean, exactly. which is fine. I mean, that, that just means he did recognize you, What you it know, is. one for two, man. I mean, said, dude, why did you say what's up to that dude? He's not E40. Yeah. He's like, who the fuck? Who is that guy? <laughs> right, that's uh, that's exactly right. Bonte. I know you got to get out of here. I'm going to give you one last basketball related question. It's an easy one. And then let us know where we can get more Bonte Hill in our life right now. There are three possible matchups for the Warriors in the first round. One's a little bit more remote, but it's out there. The three possibilities are Utah, Denver or Minnesota. You could clap your hands and pick the perfect first round matchup of those three teams who do you want?
1: Give me Utah. We just saw Utah and they are they're crumbling at seems. I mean, it it, it Quinn Snyder is going to be out of there. Donovan Mitchell wants out. I've heard reports, insiders, outsiders, don't matter. Donovan Mitchell's not happy. The connection with Rudy Gobert is just not there. They were at one seat last year, couldn't make it out to second round got smoked at six after leading by, what, a gazillion points? And Terrence Mann had the game of his life. Again, they led, they, led, they led the Warriors by 16 with 754 left in the fourth quarter, and Chase Center was dead. I was ready to start watching UNC North Carolina, or excuse me, UNC and Duke. Yeah, and yeah. I'm to myself, you know what? What a lifeless effort tonight for the go-to-state Warriors. Man, that stunk. And they come all the way back. Utah just, I don't know, man. They have lost belief in that system. Uh, Joe Ingles, even though he's declining as a player, that leadership that he provided to that Utah Jazz team yep. is sorely missed. It's yep. uh, it, it, they miss him so much. Gobert's just not that guy. You get him out in space, you can cook him. So give me Utah all day long. I'd rather have Utah than Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns is a problem. He's gonna he's gonna take a little. He's gonna take some carnage from the Warriors in the series. Anthony Edwards doesn't know any better. And d can get hot with the best of them. And then you got Patrick Beverly. You want to deal with that for no, seven games? No. No. We don't want those problems. And Denver, I'd rather face Denver than Minnesota. I even say that because as great as Jokic is, they don't play defense. Yep. Um, their role, like, is Aaron Gordon going to score 20 a night? He's inconsistent offensively. Will Barton will have a game or two, but that's about it. I, it, it goes in order for me. Utah. Denver and then Minnesota. But give me the Utah
0: Jazz. Give me that matchup right now. I'm the exact same way, man. The the Minnesota is one of those teams who has irrational confidence right now. You know, like they they would believe in themselves and their ability to win. I think the Warriors win it, but I would prefer play a team that has an irrational lack of confidence, which is Utah. Utah's waiting to fucking lose. We saw that in their fall apart on Saturday night. You know, the second it gets within 10, if they've been up by 15, their butthole puckers up. You can see them getting nervous and slowly breaking beneath the pressure. So give me that team all day. And if I can avoid the MVP, I would like to. Uh, Gentlemen, you agree?
4: Yeah, I agree. Although I feel kind of bad because I think Marcus is, you know, picked them for to win the whole thing. So to see them go out in the first round under our hand would be pretty rough. Um, but yeah, I listened to. I might have had a different take until I listened to the low post um, earlier today and just heard them talking about. Yeah, it's very possible that both Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are going to be gone in this off season. They got to blow it up and start all over. And if that's the narrative already that's t- taking shape, I don't think this team is going to be making it out of the first round no matter who they play.
0: Wait a minute, is that Mark? That's Marcus. I didn't even recognize you are on this podcast, man. Good to see you. Oh, shit. I wasn't sure who that was. I was just
4: I was just playing Dude, games.
0: That,
1: left. That's cold, man. That's not yeah. right. Where's the, the head nod? Where's the head nod?
2: And <laughs> the point. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I picked... Maddie, Stats, don't listen to this, or, or change my answer, but I definitely went with Utah going a little further than they are probably going to go. Um, but I think because of that, I still would rather see Denver um, over Utah, even though Utah is crumbling and, you know, they had a horrible collapse against the Clippers last year in the playoffs um, and angles is out to Bonte's point. They, they still are are a dangerous team for a series. Like it's, I still don't like that matchup for us. Um, So I would, I would still lean towards Denver. I would go Denver, Utah and then Minnesota, but, Exact point that you brought up, Brim. Um, Minnesota doesn't know that they shouldn't
0: be there and
2: playing, and that's even more dangerous than somebody who does know that.
0: I've never met Ingles. I know he's Australian. My assumption, based only on his nationality, is that he's one of those guys who's not going to be afraid. You know, when the rest of the team wanted to kind of like, give up or start quitting i can see ingles being the person in the huddle or the locker room screaming like no we need some intestinal fortitude and to have lost him i think is is kind of a big deal bonte huge fun man you you know how much we appreciate you jokes aside you are one of our if not our favorite guest and i am positive i'm not the only one thinking that way god knows my wife just likes to see what the hell you wear every game so where can we find more bonte hill
1: uh follow me at your own risk on twitter at bonte hill b-o-n-t-a-h-i-l-l where i may tweet something somebody may call me a clown just because they want to call me a clown uh <laughs> that's always fun on uh, twitter you gotta love social media uh on instagram at bonte hill and of course 9570game.com always a pleasure being on this podcast i can't believe a uh, big time marcus man i'm not going to be able to live that one down <laughs> Oh, not at all. And yeah. Now, every light guy I see today, I'm going to date their Marcus. Like, hey, Marcus, how you doing? Marcus, how you doing? Boys, huddle, how you doing? They're going to be like, what, dude? My name is Trevor. Like, good. Like, so thanks for scarring me, guys. And, you know, I'm never going to get over this one. That was cold blooded right there, man. And I, I'm i embarrassed.
0: Like, what can I say? I'm embarrassed, man.
1: Every Poor time you Marcus. say that.
0: It makes me feel like this is our best segment. Well, I don't like it's all downhill from here. I don't I don't know how we are going to get anything that embarrasses somebody else. But uh, we can try if you want to help us. If you have anything out there, any embarrassing stories we can tell, let us know.
1: I'll tell you what I do next time I see you and I know it's you. I'll just give you the head nod and low little point. No, on. we don't both wait.
0: know I'm not as confident as Marcus, dude. That'll fuck me. Like, I will be super upset about that for weeks. Marcus moved on immediately. He doesn't care. You know, he's, he's super healthy. I would like melt into a puddle. You'll get like a hundred text messages from me. Like, great to see you. Like all these things right. subtly reminding you who I was. Maybe a couple pictures of me. So no, don't do that. Yeah, I, can't.
2: I can confirm that. The security guard did that to Bram, the one that like checks your tickets to go down and bram's doesn't got over it was like seven years ago that fucking guy,
0: i tried to give that guy i tried to give that guy a high five on the way out he wouldn't even look at me and then i touched his stomach to get his attention one of the biggest mistakes i've ever made he looked at me like i molested him i kind of did it's i looked story for a different time dude but it, it was what it was and bonte i'm gonna need you to use like my full name last name's hillsman just just give me the whole thing i'm gonna need the whole thing
1: I got you, Mr. Hillsman. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Perfect. Great place to stop. Uh we appreciate you guys. Reach out to us on Twitter or email. Twitter is at Warriors Huddle. Email is Huddle at Warriorshuddle.com. With that in mind? Go Warriors. We'll see you next week.
1: Good, good.